Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. I just completed a Recruit the Best Expert certification, and while I'm still in the flow, I want to include in this podcast the 14 interviewing skills that will help you in any recruiting situation for any position. They are universal, and many of them are just helpful listening skills that will improve your recruiting, coaching, and parenting. Years ago, my worst communication skill was listening. I did not understand its powers, and this was apparent on the job and at home. Today, while I'm not perfect, it is my best skill in the sales process and in recruiting and coaching, and from my bride's perspective, I'm better at home. Again, not perfect, but better. The 14 following skills will improve your interviewing and help you make hiring decisions that will be better because you will get more accurate and targeted information revealed from a candidate. Here they are. Number one, ask open-ended questions. Who, what, where, why, when, how, describe, or tell. Start them with those words. Getting good at asking open-ended questions will keep the candidate away from yes or no or shorter answers and will cause them to give answers with more words and information. Number two, ask structured questions. These questions require answers which are scored for a targeted character quality, attitude, motivation, personality trait, or skill. Remember, They're going to have to give an answer to get the points, and that answer must be correct. And no unfavorable information equals a poor interview. Next, number three, ask anchored questions. An example of an anchored question could be, what goal is important for you to accomplish by the first of the year? So once you ask that question, I want you to ask, and this is the fourth skill, ask layered questions to reveal the truth that is beyond the candidate's initial responses that is either embellished by them or not yet thought through. Why is it important? How much time do you have left for completion? How will you or are you measuring progress? Tell me how you came to that decision are all examples of layered questions. And more layered questions could be, why was that important? Or what did you learn? Or how will that help? Prioritize these. Or please explain how. Remember, layered questions reveal the truth that is beyond the candidate's initial responses. Fifth skill, listen 80% of the time and talk 20% of the time. And remember, if you talk too much and dominate the interview, it's the candidate that ends up in control. If they talk most of the time, then you control the interview and you learn more about the candidate, which is what you want. Number six. Take notes. And I'm not exactly sure there's a lot of science behind this, but if you take notes, they will talk more and they will think you're interested in what they're saying. And secondly, you actually learn more because when your pencil hits the page and you take a note, your brain attaches that information. Very important to take notes for both of those reasons. Number seven, when silence occurs, wait the answer out. Don't try to save the candidate. This happened in my own office recently. A girl came in to try to get a job, and we had our questions. There were three of us there, and I remember asking a question, and and there was silence, and we just waited. 
and waited. And then the only thing that I did was say, well, let me just repeat that question. And I repeated it again exactly as it was. I didn't try to save the candidate. Number eight, do not act emotionally to their answers or get off track or tell your own personal stories. Keep your emotions in check. Remember, do not react emotionally and do not get off track. Stay with the question and wait out the answer. Nine, don't grill someone. Do not have this furrowed brow look, kind of like the Soviet Politburo. I don't know if you've ever seen those guys, but their their brows are furrowed as if you're you're stupid and I'm smart. Do not do that. Keep a highbrow effect. Your brows are up high, and even if they don't give good answers, just keep a highbrow effect. Number ten: Do not save the candidate. Allow the silence. And you can do this. You can just rephrase the questions if necessary. I kind of said that before, but it's one of those times that you can talk where you just rephrase the question. Most times I simply repeat the question just as it is. But those are times that you can talk. You can paraphrase or or rephrase the question, but do not try to save that candidate. Next, sell the interview. It's okay to smile. You may not want to do that all the time, but be pleasant. Remember, (laughs) you may want to hire this person, and they may not like you by the time this interview is over. Number 12, play down the problems revealed by the candidate. You might say if they talk about prospecting with somebody else and how they didn't like that, you could say, oh, yeah, I can understand how that would cause you some dismay to call people cold, (laughs) even though your position may require that. Just play down that problem. Remember, you want them to keep talking. You don't want to shut them down. Next, look for clues to mental ability, motivation, and maturity. There are a lot of people that do not give cognitive tests. And even if you do, at the low end of those cognitive tests, they're often not very reliable. That's because, well, often, but there could be people with ADD or dyslexia that do not do well on written cognitive tests, but they're pretty smart people. Just remember to look for clues to mental ability, and here are two more M's to remember, motivation and maturity, neither of which are really inside of any kind of assessments. You really want to ask good questions around motivation And then just see how they handle themselves. You may even want to check Facebook and Instagram to check the maturity level of the person because you may not want them just because of it. And 14, look for past performance as a predictor of future performance. Past performance in anything is a predictor of future performance. Many of these skills, like listening 80% and talking 20%, are important skills in any sales process or interpersonal situation you may experience. Years ago, I taught interpersonal communications in college, and no matter which book I chose for my class, the most important communication skill that some PhD was teaching was listening. It was and is and remains being the most important communication skill, but not many people realize that the corollary skill is asking great questions. And in recruiting, this means questions that reveal a candidate's true character, 
Their honesty, hard work ethic, personal responsibility, concern for others, and motivation to achieve good things for themselves and those around them. You might say that this bundle gets pretty close to how conscientious somebody is, which is a real strong predictor of doing well in any job. So please work at these skills and make them habits, and you will get better at interviewing and at increasing your ability to hire and coach great sales reps. They will also help you develop stronger relationships with your friends and those at home. Have a great holiday season. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.